Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Bibb, and a special welcome to any guests or visitors joining us this day. Please always know and welcome here at Trinity Lutheran Church. We've come now to the fifth Sunday of Easter, that is Cantate Sunday, and that word cantate means O oh, sing or sing, as we hear in the intro, it's sing to the Lord a new song. And so, of course, uh, as we read from Scripture that our Lord is enthroned upon the praises of his people, we rejoice to receive his good gifts this day, especially the gift of word and sacrament, as we have been drawn by the Holy Spirit to receive those gifts. And so with that in mind, I'll draw your attention then to the inside of the back cover of the bulletin where we have a summary of our readings in the service this day. Though Jesus has departed from us visibly to the right hand of the Father who sent him, yet this is to our advantage. For Jesus, who is Lord over all creation, who intercedes for us before the Father, who is preparing a place for us in heaven, has sent the Helper, the Spirit of Truth. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights through Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit helps us by taking what is Christ's and declaring it to us. In the word of truth, the Spirit works repentance and delivers to us the forgiveness of sins, the righteousness of Christ, and victory over the devil. For the ruler of this world is judged and defeated by the cross. Through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we have been brought forth to new life in him who is the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Confident of our resurrection with Christ, we confess, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. And as we have the great joy of receiving Christ's body and blood in and under bread and wine this day, we gather at this altar in the fellowship of one common confession of the faith, that is the orthodox confession of the faith. And as our Lord bids us to come, he bids that we all be united in that one confession of the Christian faith. So therefore, all those who come to the altar this day, we ask be members either of this congregation or of a sister congregation of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod, joining in that one common confession of the Orthodox Christian faith. Our service setting this day is Divine Service Setting 1, as it begins on page 151. We now sing the first hymn. O God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love that you have commanded and desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the fifth Sunday of Easter is from Isaiah chapter 12. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away, that you might comfort me. <laughs> Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. God. 
The epistle is from James chapter 1. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, Now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said, he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father, and from our risen and living and reigning Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear saints in Christ Jesus, the Bible is God's Word, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And because it is inspired by God the Holy Spirit, the Bible is full of divine perspective. It's always pointing its hearers to the mighty works and words of God. In those, it is those mighty deeds which God has done that the baptized child of God finds comfort in, in the midst of various trials and afflictions that we face in this life. Those mighty deeds of God, they give perspective because they have, as their purpose, the salvation of God's people. Therefore, it is because of these mighty deeds of God, these mighty works of God, that the Christian is able to lift up his voice and sing. Sing to the Lord a new song. This is the exhortation from this morning's introit. That is what people do who have come into the newness of life, won for them by Christ and bestowed upon them in holy baptism. You have been made new in holy baptism. We don't ponder this fact enough. Sing joyfully to the Lord for he has given you new life, resurrection life, joining you to the resurrected body of Jesus. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. 
sing to the Lord a new song. That is what the church, the bride of Christ, is told to do. And you are to join in this song also. Forgiveness of your trespasses, peace with God, and victory over sin, death, and devil. These blessings are all yours in Christ Jesus right here and right now. Break forth in song, dear saints, because your oppressor has been defeated. That ancient serpent, the devil, has been dealt a mortal blow by Christ, the long-promised Savior of sinners. As we look to the Old Testament reading from Isaiah, we see that it is a song of praise and victory. And it was originally sung on the shores of the Red Sea after the Lord conquered Pharaoh and his army by drowning them in the Red Sea. As we continue in the celebration of Christ's resurrection, we join our praise to our spiritual forebears, saying, The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. This song of God's people is actually found in our own hymnal in the service of prayer and preaching. It's titled the Old Testament Canticle. It is a glorious song of praise, and it is fitting for us to speak it, to pray it, and to sing it. Yes, dear saints, we ought always to sing praise to our God for his wonderful deeds, which he has done for us. But we should also remember that for Old Testament Israel, their trials and hardships continued even after Pharaoh and his army were defeated. God's people were led into the desert, the wilderness, and it wasn't long before they started grumbling and lost the new perspective which God had given to them. It wasn't long before they wanted to return to their slavery in Egypt. It wasn't long before they rebelled against God's word. And oh yes, as you remember, it wasn't long before they were singing songs of praise to a golden calf. A dead, worthless idol with no power to save. How easy it is to go from singing new songs to old songs. Songs about the old ways of unbelief. Jesus tells us in the gospel lesson today that unbelief is the chief sin. Our Lord says one of the works of the Holy Spirit is that he will convict the world of sin because they do not believe in him. Now, it may come as a surprise to you, but the worst of all sins is not murder, not even of the unborn, nor the incomprehensible list of sexual sins that are now practiced everywhere, nor even slavery or racism or wokeism or whatever you want to fill in the blank with. The worst sin is unbelief, to not believe in Jesus. In fact, all of the problems of this world, all the sins that people commit, have as their foundation, their heart, the sin of unbelief. That is the failure to love God, the failure to fear God, the failure to trust God. It is the temptation to take matters into our own hands because we don't trust God. We don't fear him or love him. Remember the meaning of the first commandment? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. It is unbelief that causes your despair, unbelief that causes your fear. It's unbelief that causes you to be so inconsiderate and difficult to live with. It's unbelief that makes you falsely believe that the whole world revolves around you. And it is unbelief that you wrestle with every single day, just as I do as well.
Repent, dear saints, and believe. For you've been purchased with the blood of Christ and redeemed, that is, bought back, brought from death to life, from darkness to light, brought into the kingdom of God by his grace in Christ. You see, Jesus departed for a little while when he died and took his rest in the tomb, but he is risen, and he is alive. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Now death has no power over him. And for that reason, death has no hold on you. All of the salvation accounts of the Old Testament, they were pointing forward to the final salvation account when Christ, our Passover lamb, was sacrificed. The deliverance of Noah and his family from the flood. The deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt. The deliverance of Judah from Babylon. All of these pointed to the final deliverance of the world from bondage of Satan. So dearly beloved, sing a new song to the Lamb who was slain at the cross for all your sins. Though God was angry with you, he is angry with you no longer. His anger is now turned away because it has been poured out fully on his own dear Son for your sake, for our sake. It was the Son of God who was despised and afflicted so that you might be comforted with Christ's absolution, his word of forgiveness. Sing to the Lord because he has followed through on yet another promise, as he always has and always will. He has returned to the one who sent him. He has taken his place in heaven at the right hand of the Father, that mighty right hand and holy arm that has worked salvation for us. And God has made known his salvation by sending out his Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper. Now, you are not only forgiven, you are also comforted by the Holy Spirit, the Helper, who not only convicts the world of its sin of unbelief, as Jesus said, but who also convicts the world of righteousness that is freely given to those who have faith in Christ Jesus. And the Spirit also convicts the world of judgment, because the ruler of this world, your enemy, your oppressor, Satan, has been judged. Every bit of unbelief that lurks in your old sinful nature, it was laid upon Jesus and then destroyed when he rose from death, ascended to the Father, and sent the Holy Spirit to guide you into all the truth. Jesus was willing to be treated as his Father's enemy, that you might be reckoned as God's own beloved child. And so you are. You are God's beloved children in Christ. Dear saints, Jesus died and rose again so that you might walk through the desert of this world singing hymns of praise to a gracious God. Even in the midst of trials and suffering, grief and hardship, you can sing to God who promises that these sufferings are temporary and are even designed for your good. You are the church which God has planted in this world as his sojourning people, his wandering pilgrim people in whose heart he has placed hope and in whose mouth he has placed this new song about a God who so loved the world that he gave his only son for it. The Holy Spirit, he further helps you and comforts you by taking all the things that belong to Jesus and declares to you the things that are to come. Dear saints, you already know how the story ends. We know how the end of all things is. We know what the verdict is for us in Christ, and it is innocent. The Holy Spirit gives you a holy perspective through God's holy word and through his holy sacraments. And this perspective reveals also the eternal deliverance that is coming for you on the last day. The perfect righteousness of Christ, it is yours right here and right now. All that the Father has is Christ's, 
And all that Christ has is given to you by the Holy Spirit. Eternal life, it's yours now. It's not some pie in the sky, far off hope that we're looking for someday. Your eternal life has already begun now in Christ Jesus. It is both divine promise and fact. The last day is coming. The Lord will return to take you to be with him for eternity. So beloved saints, sing with joy. Sing with all the saints and angels in heaven as you look to the blessed feast of your salvation, which is surely coming soon. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For hearts that thirst for the living word of Christ, that drinking of his well of salvation, we may follow him in the way that leads through death into eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the church, risen with Christ and full of his spirit, that she may put away all filthiness, wickedness, and wrath from her midst, and display her Savior's perfect righteousness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the songs of the church, that they may always teach and admonish her members, giving glory to the gospel of the risen Christ, who is enthroned upon the praises of his people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For defense against the temptations of this life, that we would not seek our own good outside of the Father's will, whose word alone is able to save our souls. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the rulers of this world, that they may heed the Spirit's witness concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment, and that according to their office, they may establish earthly righteousness consistent with God's truth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the sick, the injured, or those in need, including John Brenneman, Vanessa Burmester, Charlotte Locke, Richard Phillips, Ron Lyon, Bob Rash, Erlene Lakey, Lisa Rash, Ted Phillips, and all those who have been affected by the recent severe storms, that the Lord would give them all his good and perfect gifts at the proper time, renew those who, who he has created in love, and grant them his salvation. Let us pray to the Lord. For joy beyond all sorrow at the ascension of Christ, who now reigns among saints and angels and comforts us in the communion of the saints until we join him in glory, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, through your Son, you promised your Holy Spirit who would convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Enlighten our hearts that we would confess our sins, obtain everlasting righteousness through faith in Christ, and through every trial and temptation, Abide in the consolation that Christ is Lord over the devil, death, and all things. We ask that you would graciously deliver us from all affliction to make us partakers of eternal salvation. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, again, good morning to you all on this uh, beautiful Cantate Sunday that the Lord has given to us. As we look into the week here, a handful of announcements, of course, Sunday School and Bible Study following worship this day. And uh, very exciting, at uh, 11.15 after Bible Study and Sunday School, we have our carry-in dinner and the Children's Choir from midweek. They'll be sharing with you, I believe it's eight, right? Eight different songs that they have prepared this day, so we look forward to that. And the children will sing first, and then we will... Um, as we have blessed the Lord, uh, rejoice in the gifts that he's given us in that carry-in dinner. 
Also, I want to turn your attention to an announcement in the bulletin regarding uh, issues, etc. It's the one that starts off truth, goodness, and beauty. Uh, if you listen to radio talk shows or podcasts and you'd like to have one that has uh, a very Lutheran emphasis, uh, all kinds of really interesting topics, I would uh, turn your attention to issues, etc. There's information there in the bulletin regarding what some of the topics of this week will include the vocation of elder, the U.S. Constitution and natural law, CFW's Walther's Law and Gospel Theses, and the Marks of the Church, in addition to much, much more. You can listen to it live or go online and listen to their online archives all for free. So uh, I uh, encourage you to do that. Also, the VBS registration deadline is tomorrow. So if you've not signed your kiddos up yet, please do that. VBS will be Tuesday, May 30th to June 2nd. Uh, please contact Danielle Deitch if you have any questions at all. Um, looking ahead into the week a little more, this Tuesday there's the circuit pastors meeting that's going to be held in Brunswick, so I'll be there until the early afternoon, and then I'll be back in the office after that. Uh, Wednesday, workout class at 6, and then on Thursday we do have our voters assembly at 8 o'clock, so voters please make note of that also. We hope to see you there. And uh, that brings us to the end of the announcements. Anything that I might have missed? Other than like we all did, where did the hot weather come from? All right, seeing nothing, God's blessings to you. Uh, go in the joy of the Holy Spirit, who has revealed all things to us, uh, these eternal, wonderful things that we have, forgiveness, life, and salvation in Christ our Lord. I'll greet you at the door.